The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Before that, it was announced by Brendan Howland that today he is uh, not planning to stand again for election in his constituency. He's held a number of significant roles, both in terms of ministerial office and in terms of the Labour Party. He has, of course, been a Labour Party leader. He spent a significant amount of time as Chief Whip for the Labour Party and he served in Cabinet as Minister for Health, Minister for the Environment and Minister for Public Expenditure and Reform. And he was also Laskian Korla of Dáil Éireann from 2007 to 2011. He's with us uh, this evening. Brendan Helen, good afternoon. Good afternoon to you and to your listeners. I, I don't know if this is quite the correct term, but commiserations on your decision <laughs> to depart, Dáil Éireann. What precipitated it? I think it's just time. Um, I'm 41 years nearly, when you think about it. Um, it's a very, very long time to be uh, a member of the Oireachtas. I think there's only one individual, and he was elected in uh, the revolutionary days, who have served as a TD for Wexford longer than myself. Uh, and I've reached retirement age, uh, and I think that um, I've given um, certainly all that I can to politics, uh, and I think it's just time now to pass on the baton to um, a Labour Party successor in Wexford, which I hope will happen. You are very unusual in doing this by your own uh, choice, <laughs> choice and planning. What's that line about getting booed off stage is the normal end for a political career? Are you glad that that's not how it ended? Well, I mean, I've been very fortunate. Um, I have had the support unbroken of the people of Wexford uh, for nine consecutive general elections and have been always comfortably elected, which really is uh, an incredible um, sustaining uh, factor in, in, in all that I've, I've been able to do. You know, the old adage that all politics ends in failure is not necessarily true. Uh, and I'm very glad that I can um, choose the exiting on my own terms and in my own time. Um, but I look back on 40 years and the transformation that has happened uh, in my political life uh, for our country, socially and economically. Uh, and I think, you know, we've moved um, in, a, in, the, in the right direction. We're a much more inclusive, much more tolerant, uh, I think a better place than we were uh, in the 1980s. What do you think of the state of the party as you leave it? Because when you were first elected, just precipitated that wave of Dick Springs yeah. leadership and the popularity that came with that and the significant role that Labour played in government. And there would have been a time where it looked like that might be a permanent state. It, it, there was a resurgence under Gilmore coming into around 2011. It's a long way from that now. Well, all politics is cyclical and you look around the world at what's happening. You know, Trumpism in, uh, in the United States, the advent of... Um, you know, extreme right-wingers taking over the Tory party in Britain uh, and what's happening across Europe with social democratic parties like my own as well. Um, there's mixed fortunes for us, but all politics, as I say, is cyclical. And just as when I was elected first in 1987, uh, the party wasn't in great nick then. We didn't have a good election result. Uh, and then, as you rightly say, uh, a number of years later, we had firstly the election of Mary Robinson uh, as the Labour Party nominee uh, in 1990, and then the great spring tide in 1992, electing um, 33 TDs at that stage. Uh, and, you know, that wasn't the highest point, uh, as you rightly say, the Gilmore Gale elected 37 TDs. So I think these things are cyclical. Um, right now, we are the only party that has actually served in government that are currently in opposition. And, uh, you know, th there is a difficulty with that uh, in, in gaining popular support. Um, parties that now are in opposition will presumably go into government. 
uh, and having to face difficult decisions as you know the vagaries of challenges that uh, present themselves happen uh, change the political dynamic. Uh, so I have no doubt, looking at the, the influence for good in terms of the progressive agenda of Ireland that the Labour Party has performed um, throughout my life, um, I think there's a space for a social democratic party like Labour in our political firmament. And I'm very confident that Ivana Bacek, with her track record as a fighter for social justice and social progress, will be well placed to lead us forward. Can we take a little bit of, of a look at, at your own experience sure. in, in Parliament and particularly in, in government? Uh, you had, a, a, I think, around about a year in Angola and then you had three years in the Ministry for Environment. And of course, that period of 2011 to 2016 in being Minister for Public Expenditure and Reform, one assumes that the latter was the most stressful and the most challenging. From your perspective, which was the most significant? Well, all of them I enjoyed. Um, I was um, two years in the Department of Health, and in that time, I mean, it was a different world in 1993. Um, uh, one of the, the very first things I did was to legislate for the availability of condoms, believe it or not. I mean, it, it, it's, young people would laugh uh, at that, but um, that was one of the things I had to do immediately and then uh, uh, inaugurate uh, an anti-AIDS campaign and promote the use of condoms. Uh, and then we did the first national health strategy. So I, I really enjoyed health. Um, I, I thought we were putting a structure on health at that stage. Um, it was obviously a much smaller department in terms of spending um, 20 odd years ago than it is now. But um, I certainly were very, very honoured to be there and pleased to be there. In environment, uh, again, um, we had a lot of things to do in, in the it was a broad ranging department then. Uh, obviously, housing was always and remains a huge issue. Uh, and the issue of local government reform was high on my agenda. And again, thinking strategically, I introduced um, the major reforms of local government, better local government at that stage. And of course, you rightly say the the most challenging by a country mile and the most difficult has been the five years I spent as Minister for Public Expenditure and Reform. We went in knowing that we were... Uh, to use a phrase that I, I can't use on a public radio, I mean, shall we say, challenging situation. Um, we had three major, major uh, d- disasters to face. Uh, a fiscal crisis uh, with a broken uh, economy that we had no money to pay our way. We had an employment crisis because 200,000 additional people had been made unemployed immediately. Uh, and we had a banking crisis because we didn't have a functioning banking system. And uh, we we waded our way through that incredible um, set of difficulties, and I think I'm, I don't think I'm, I'm I'm absolutely certain we left the country in a much better place after five years. We had a functioning uh, banking system, we had balanced the books, and we had most of those two hundred thousand people back at work. Now it was an extremely painful journey for everybody in this country. I know that, uh, and our job was to do that. Uh, with the greatest skill we could, uh, as quickly as we could, uh, with as least the least pain that was that we could absolutely do, and all our decisions were based on the least worst options that presented themselves to us. And of course, you, you followed that period with your own period as leader of the party, and yeah. and the, there wasn't there wasn't significant traction in terms of of poll numbers or electoral results through that period. Do you think that that was a result of the period that preceded it uh, and the kind of things that you had to do? I have no doubt about that. I mean, um, parties 
that were involved in that government suffered. Um, Fine Gael stayed in government, but they, they, they lost votes and lost seats, as we did. Uh, but we suffered disproportionately. Um, there's no doubt about that. Uh, and we haven't fully recovered from that yet. Uh, but that's a job of work to do. Um, it's a job of work to do by showing our vision for the future. Um, Jed Nash m- mapped out our, our budgetary vision of what we would do if we were in government right now uh, to deal with the, you know, the crises that are in housing that needs to be resolved. We are a, a rich country now. We have a, a functioning economy and we can solve the problems that we've always longed to solve, like the housing crisis, um, like inequality and social justice and providing a much more equal society. They're the, you know, the, the bywords of labour uh, and I think they're relevant now as they, uh, as they always were. Uh, unfortunately, the last period we were in government, we had no resources. We hadn't got a bob. We were um, absolutely dependent on the kindness of strangers through the Troika to keep us going. Um, but just what we could do if we had the resources that are available to government now, we've set out and, and hopefully people will recognise that vision and trust us uh, to be a party that can, again, take the reins of power, that can do the right things. And if you look at our reforming agenda, you know, my time uh, in public expenditure and reform also involved bringing in whistleblowing legislation to protect whistleblowers, um, the register of lobbyists, uh, because that was a big issue, lobbying behind the scenes that has to be done now in an open way. And of course, the full restoration of freedom of information, which allows journalists like yourself to have access to what is going on. So ethics and standards have always been, again, a very important issue for the Labour Party. And I think these things are recognised. In conclusion, uh, Brendan Howell, you, you talked about a, a 41-year career in, <laughs> in politics, ranging all of the way up. As you look at it, at least at a parliamentary level ending, will you miss it? Of course I will. It's been my life. Um, some people think, you know, it's a form of insanity to spend 41 years in the Oireachtas. Uh, and I don't blame people for, for viewing it that way. But I've loved every phase of my life. And I've been extraordinarily privileged to have the support of the people of Wexford first, without which I could have done nothing. Uh, the support of a tremendous political organisation in my home constituency. And I'm going to a constituency meeting tonight. Uh, I think it'll be a joyous, reflective um, occasion when we look back at lost comrades as well. Um, and also to be able to have, you know, the, the opportunity to serve as a member of the government of Ireland. I took none of that for granted. Uh, you know, our generation to be able to um, make the decisions that affect the people of Ireland in a way that generations, centuries of Irish people have longed to do. Brendan, thank you very much for coming on this evening. That is Brendan Howland, Wexford TD, former government minister, former later Labour leader and soon to be retiree, at least parliamentary retiree. We have another... The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.